Dr. Vicki Haynes is a Revelstoke physician uh, who works in the ER and acute care amongst uh, other functions at Queen Victoria Hospital uh, in Revelstoke. Uh, she's been working over the New Year's period treating uh, patients, including COVID-19 uh, patients uh, there. Uh, we're joined with Dr. Dr. Haynes today to find out a little bit more about uh, what's been happening. Uh, Dr. Haynes, thanks for joining me today. Thanks very much, Erin. My pleasure. Over the past week or two uh, at Queen Victoria Hospital, can you can you paint a picture of what you've been seeing up there? We have been seeing more people coming to the hospital with COVID symptoms and confirmed COVID diagnoses than ever before in the pandemic to date. So those are folks that are uh, coming to the hospital, uh, coming to be assessed in the emergency room uh, with COVID symptoms that uh, may need to uh, deliver a baby or have um, severe symptoms that haven't been diagnosed yet or have been diagnosed yet and require either admission to our hospital or transfer up to higher centers of care elsewhere in the health authority. It, it's impressive, um, the jump in um, people with COVID coming to QVH compared to this time last year. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the questions I, I was hoping to, you know, inform people a little bit about what's going on here. You know, we've seen the first wave, we've seen other waves like Delta. Can you quantify a little bit about uh, what the difference in situation is uh, now with the uh, ongoing wave uh, at the uh, New Year's period? So I, I'm unfortunately, I don't have exact numbers and stats and those I, I think are obtainable um, but what uh, the difference is I think our observation is that there are just so many more people with COVID infections than there were at this time last year so we're, we're certainly seeing lots of people with mild COVID infections and due to the numbers and the constraints on uh, the outpatient testing clinics, more people are just kind of spontaneously walking in and asking to have COVID swabs being done in eMERGE for mild symptoms. Uh, so that is very different from a year ago, and that's created certainly some strains uh, on our capacity. Um, but uh, gosh, I mean, I mean, any given 12-hour ER shift has any, anywhere from 2 to 10 people with respiratory symptoms uh, coming in for assessment. Wow. And, and for, for a small hospital like Revelstoke, uh, that's, that's quite a lot, actually. And I should qualify that. That's a daytime shift, not a nighttime shift. Sure. Nighttime numbers are always smaller across the board. Sure. I, I wanted to know, how are you and other staff uh, who are uh, dealing uh, with uh, the situation on the front lines there? You know, how is this impacting you and how are you holding out? Well, thanks for asking. I appreciate that. Uh, we're tired. Um, there is certainly actual fatigue, uh, working more shifts than normal. Uh, and it's certainly especially uh, in the hospital setting with the nursing staff. Uh, we're seeing constraints and uh, staffing pinches because people have to be off work if they get sniffly noses or coughs or actual COVID. And we're all community members that have children in school and uh, interact in town and might get COVID because COVID's everywhere. So uh, there's definitely staffing impacts and uh, 
people that are unable to come in, in and do their shifts, whether nursing or housekeeping or um, long-term care or or kitchen staff. And so that creates a lot of added pressure on the team members that are able to show up. They're pulling extra shifts and overtime shifts. And so there's just fatigue from working really hard. Uh, and then there's emotional fatigue because this has been going on a long time. Uh, and it's it's hard to see people uh, suffering. Uh, and it's also hard to see um, some of the overload on the system uh, from presentations in, in folks that uh, remain unvaccinated so far. And that, that does have a, a, a sort of a demoralizing and discouraging effect on all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Haynes, um, you know, I have a feeling that the with the Omicron wave, you know, it, it came so fast. It was, you know, two weeks, uh, three weeks before we anyone ever heard of it until we had, uh, you know, apparent rise of uh, cases here and, and, and really uh, a high uh, level of infection uh, uh, in Revelstoke. One of the things that comes with that is is there's quite a few people who uh, maybe don't take the situation as seriously as as they could. Um, are you? Would you characterize this as is a pretty serious situation? Well, again, characterizing something as pretty serious, uh, I, as a as a data miner, I'd have to like see some numbers mm-hmm. to know if it's like really bad or a little bit bad, but. Um, yeah, right away I can think of examples. Um, and I, I do want to say, first of all, that uh, our community has a 97% vaccination rate of people over the age of 12 with their first shots. And I believe it's 92% with second shots. It, so, 93 uh, yesterday, I was talking to the, med- uh, the medical health officer. I haven't checked today, but uh, we'll do so soon. But right in that neighborhood, uh, highest nice. in uh, interior health, uh, the Revelstoke LHA. Yeah, so I truly could not be prouder of Revelstoke. This is absolutely amazing. Um, and I, But at the same time, funny enough, here are Revelstoke, Golden, and Fernie um, reported on today as having some of the highest numbers in the province. And um, it's, it's all very interesting. Uh, to answer your question more directly, like, do we, do we see that there may be some folks not taking this as seriously as others? Um, I, one of my observations is really like just kind of on a, a daily basis, on a person-to-person basis, we do find uh, a tendency to minimize one's own symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a screening person at the front of the hospital that says, have you had symptoms? Yes or no. Um, we ask folks on the phone before they arrive at, at Selkirk Medical, do you have symptoms? Yes or no. Uh, and yet still, uh, by the by the time people make it into actually seeing a, a doctor or a nurse face to face, as we get into the story, uh, then we hear, oh, yeah, well, they've actually had a runny nose since yesterday um, or a cough or what have you. Mm-hmm. So I, and I'm not saying I'm not criticizing, but just but just a challenge for people to really, <laughs> really admit that they do have a runny nose and Mm -hmm. that used to not be a big deal Mm -hmm. but but runny noses mean you might have covid and even if you don't feel so bad you got to think about the impact of passing that on 
Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about the impact of passing that on to somebody with a vulnerable uh, health situation. So I, th- I think everyone's really familiar with that kind of discussion. Um, mm-hmm. But in a, in a small town with a small health resource community, um, passing a, a infection on that means that that person will have to isolate. If those people are five to seven healthcare workers that are keeping the hospital open, that's a huge impact on the team. Mm-hmm. So we're doing everything we can to be careful, but we, we think a lot about, you know, if, if we need to do an emergency surgery uh, to spare someone's life or, you know, an emergency C-section to get a baby out in record time. Um, if our patients just happen to have COVID, that's seven to 10 uh, doctors and nurses that potentially uh, could pick up an infection, mm-hmm. um, which we we respect and appreciate that we're in the position to to just provide care, whatever is needed. But seven to ten Revelstoke healthcare workers um, having to go into isolation for five to ten days is quite a lot for a small team. Mm-hmm. And I get a sense, uh, you know, looking at the numbers that that have been published on um, sort of COVID nineteen cases in Revelstoke, that uh, maybe that's a, a uh, a new uh, message to emphasize. Uh, in the past, we didn't have as many p- sick people around, but now that we do, that uh, you know, you have to uh, be careful and manage your infection and be responsible with to not pass it on to other people, especially you know now in the next few weeks. Yeah, mask up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, please don't be that guy that's sitting in the hallway in the waiting room outside the ER, taking your mask up and down so that you can talk on your cell phone. Okay. It's it's just not on. Yeah. And then we, we're still having to tell people, keep your mask on, please. Right. Uh, wow. So, yeah, you just shake your head sometimes. Well, on that note, I have one last question. And, and you know, the Revelstoke that I know is, is a community that is there for other people in their uh, time of need. And, and uh, I wanted to ask you right now, uh, what can Revelstoke residents who are listening to this do uh, to support you and your colleagues uh, uh, during these uh, challenging times? I would, well, first of all, just keep being your wonderful selves. Um, Mm -hmm. And I agree 100%. This is a fantastic community that pulls together and supports each other. And I just love it. Um, So all of that said, a couple of things that come to top of mind. Uh, First of all, for sure, get vaccinated. And uh, I want to really plug in encouragement uh, for everyone to get their kids vaccinated. Kids over five are now eligible for vaccination. Mm -hmm. And all the data shows this is a wonderful idea. It's safe. And the data is showing us more and more kids getting sick with Omicron now. Mm -hmm. And more kids are getting admitted to hospitals in the big cities. And so we need to protect our kids. And uh, that includes uh, uh, babies in pregnancies. Mm -hmm. And so I'd like to take this opportunity to really shout loud and clear uh, that pregnant persons Mm -hmm. should get vaccinated during pregnancy. You're going to pass immunity or antibodies that improve immunity onto your unborn babies. And so we really want to encourage our our pregnant patients Mm -hmm. to get vaxxed. Uh, Number two, I think just reiterating, if you got a sniffly nose, it doesn't mean you can't talk to a a doctor or a nurse or see a doctor or nurse, but just say so. Just let us know so that Mm -hmm. we can put on the appropriate PPE. And then third, um, 
related to that is that we absolutely are doing everything we can to make sure that folks have access to good medical advice. Mm. Um, if you're wondering whether or not your symptoms, whether they're COVID related or something else, warrant a trip to the ER or or warrant you, you know, bouncing up the stairs into one of the, the doctor's clinics, phone first. Mm-hmm. You can call A11 or make a telephone appointment uh, through the walk-in clinic to double check. Um, the, we never want to tell people not to come to the hospital because anytime that messaging goes out there, then it always hits the wrong folks. And then people that are really cautious and careful and really, really need to come mm-hmm misunderstand and then don't and then they get sicker and we just feel like oh we can't make these blanket statements about don't come to the er Mm -hmm. at the same time Mm -hmm. they're coming to the er with very mild symptoms of anything you know you're a sore toe or a a fact that you still have a, a bit of a throat tickle three weeks after your covid that you recovered from three weeks ago when you just want to check in don't don't come to the er for that mm-hmm. um please call the walk-in clinic and, and we want to chat with you about your concerns but but bouncing up to the hospital for some of these more minor things um is going to create wait times in the er it is going to overwhelm the staff that are there mm-hmm. and it might and it might expose you to covid mm-hmm. uh, from people that are there yeah. uh, because as much as we can PPE everybody and mask everybody and, and try to keep all the little cubicles and compartments separate, mm-hmm. uh, Omicron is teaching us that it's getting really challenging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Vicki Haynes is a Revelstoke physician who's uh, been serving up at Queen Victoria Hospital in the past days in uh, ER acute care and, and other uh capacities there. Uh, Dr. Haynes, thank you for taking the time uh, to talk to me today. Thanks for your interest, Aaron, and thanks for the good job you're doing with communicating in Revy. Thank you.